everyone. Welcome. Welcome to Medically Speaking. This is Robin Sills from St. Mary's Hospital, Trinity Health of New England, joining you tonight for our Medically Speaking program again remotely, as well as my my guest will also be remote. We are maintaining, again, our social distancing. I'm looking forward to when I can join Johnny back in the studio. And so Johnny Kay's in the studio now, manning the board for us and connecting me with our guest. Um, and I'm, again, looking forward when I can get back to the studio. Um, I'm enjoying that we can still do the program and still bring you really important information. And over the last several weeks, we've kind of changed our programming a bit and not focused on um, the actually the programming that we had set up for the year. Um, we're really changing our focus to make sure that we take care of what the news is at hand and everything um, that's in our world right now has to do with COVID-19. But we're trying to look to the other side of that a bit. We're trying to look at what we're doing differently, how we're growing from this, and how our medical practices are changing what they're doing um, to serve you, the community. One of um, our guests that we had a couple of weeks ago was Dr. Manjula Curry, and she is the Regional Chief Medical Officer for our Trinity Health of New England Medical Group. And the conversation that um, we started with her was how we're doing medicine differently and what we're doing for the community to better serve them, as I said initially. And one, what we did focus on was telemedicine. So I wanted to take the topic of telemedicine and carry it through to this week and expand on it and talk a little bit more how we're doing it right at grassroots, right with one of our primary care physicians. And it was pretty timely because in the newspaper um, yesterday in the Republican American on the accent section, um, Mike Patrick, who's a reporter for the Republican American, did a piece that was called, Hello, the Doctor Will See You Now. And it talks about telemedicine and has it, how it has emerged during COVID-19, during this crisis, as a viable option for us to treat our patients. And the physician that happened to be quoted in here happened to be the physician that I had scheduled for our program tonight. So I'm very excited to introduce my guest, Dr. Seth Klahosi, who is an internist and primary care physician with the Trinity Health of New England Medical Group right here in Waterbury and was a resident with us at St. Mary's Hospital. So I want to welcome him to the program. Hi, Doc. Hi, Robin. How are you today? Good. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. Can you hear me as well? I can hear you as well. You know, it's definitely very different for me to interview my guests over the phone um, and, you know, remotely like this. And I'm used to my guests calling in, but I'm usually at the studio. So it makes it a little bit different, but it has been working. So thank you for indulging us. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Certainly it's a sign of the times. It's definitely a sign of the times, and I'm looking forward when I can really get out every day and go to work and not have to work from home. I'm, I'm getting a little stir-crazy, and it, it's, definitely, it's definitely been a test for retirement with my husband and I because we're both here, so it's definitely <laughs> been a challenge. Fair enough. I've, I've heard that sentiment echoed with a lot of my patients as well. So many people right now working from home or, or being furloughed or spending most of their time at home, uh, and uh, the 
the cabin fever is out there for sure. Um, people do have a hard <laughs> time staying at home, so it can be fever. a bit, bit you tricky know, at I, times. I'm so excited to have you, and you know, I definitely want to go down the path of our telemedicine. But I think I want to talk really quickly about yourself and personally how you're seeing even the the patients that you're talking to and the patients that you're either doing a telemedicine visit or you're actually seeing, you know, what, what are you seeing with your patients? You know, where, where are they at psychologically and, and how different is it to treat them right now? Uh, Sure. So uh, my name is Seth Clahosey. I'm one of the internal medicine physicians with Trinity Health New England Medical Group and a clinical educator with the residency program here at St. Mary's as well. Um, I'm based out of Waterbury on East Main Road. um, And 95% of my practice has switched to um, remote visits, either by audio calls or video calls um, since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. And Mm. so the majority of what we're seeing now are visits similar to what we're doing now. We'll be talking over the phone or using one of our video chat applications um, to check in with people and see how they're doing. Um, So during this time, it's actually, I found that it's been fairly well-received primary care provider. My goal is to provide continued health for people who are not just uh, dealing with COVID-19, but all of the other chronic medical conditions that are that exist in our community. Uh, and so mm-hmm. having another avenue to deliver that service in a way that's safe has been uh, a very positive thing. And and I've got to say that it's, it's gone well so far. Of course, not every type of visit is amenable to a remote visit. It's hard to do a right. blood pressure check unless someone's got a blood pressure cuff at home, and we can usually find ways around that. Right. Uh, but lots of visits are amenable, in fact. You no, know, it's funny because it's something we definitely talked about in the past, and we had been using telemedicine in our emergency room with our neurologist so that we could get, we can have our stroke patients as part of our stroke accreditation, you know, have really have the neurologist right there and then looking at the patient um, and not wasting time actually coming to the emergency room, but actually um, reviewing the patient. So telemedicine has been something we dipped our toes in, so to speak, but now I think we've been pushed a bit, right, because of the crisis. Absolutely. Uh, Our organization, as well as every other organization in the U.S., has been looking at telemedicine as an avenue of delivering health care to our communities and to serve people better. Uh, And and COVID-19 has certainly been an impetus uh, to to push us forward, as you said. Um, Yeah, so that's in some ways the silver lining of this otherwise terrible and catastrophic cloud is that it does give us an opportunity to provide another avenue to serve our community now in the COVID-19 pandemic, but also in the future. So beyond COVID, right? So we're all looking at that because we're all looking at growth and we're all looking at what do we do on the other side of this? And, you know, I was in a meeting today with the with the whole medical group and, you know, it definitely is here to stay, right? To educate our community a little bit. When we have a patient that we are booking for a telemedicine visit, you know, what does it entail for like a normal routine checkup or how do you utilize it in certain situations? So let's start with someone that would be like a routine visit with you. The, the process isn't as scary as you'd think. Um, mm-hmm. From a patient's perspective, it's effectively the same workflow. So you are calling my office, uh, asking to schedule a follow-up visit. 
uh, or we've got a visit already scheduled and we're reaching out to you to let you know that you know it's amenable to uh, a, a telehealth encounter. Uh, we have to look at each visit, visit by visit. So for a routine visit, for example, where we're looking at things like following, say, blood sugar or cholesterol or, or other common medical conditions, we would, in fact, many of those visits are amenable to doing it, not as a face-to-face encounter. Right. Uh, telemedicine itself is, is, is basically that. So a, a visit remotely, either with audio or video, where you can interact with a healthcare provider. So like I mentioned before, the workflow itself is not too much different. Mm-hmm. You would get a phone call from my nurse or medical assistant or uh, rooming you effectively. So gathering all of the relevant information, what are we talking about, were there any concerns that you had, a review of social and family histories and medication lists and so on and so forth. And then shortly thereafter, uh, we would be connected. Either we'd give you a call and actually preferably what we're doing is sending a link to your smartphone that you click. Uh, It brings us into a chat and similar to a text message box. And then we we start a video visit. I send an invite your way. You approve if you want to start the visit and we see each other face to face and, and start talking about what's going on. So one of the concerns that I had initially was, well, how, how difficult is this going to be to use? Um, you know, I've right. got a lot, of, a lot of people from a lot of different walks of life. Most everyone tends to have a smartphone these days, and, and everyone's level of understanding uh, with technology is different, too. So one thing I'm, I'm really happy to report is that even for the, you know, the people who have the most difficult time with technology, still not having problems using it. It's a really simple process. It's easy to use, which is a really important part of this as well. Now, um, you send them a link on their smartphone, but if they have, like, a tablet, they can do it from that, too, right? Yeah, anything with a camera. So even you can use a tablet. uh, You can also use – you can have it go to your email address and click on a link as well. Yeah, as long as as as, the recipient has – that's receiving it has the camera, they can do – you know, they can can access it. You know, when I – when I think about our senior population, right, you think about your senior population and you worry about them, but you'd be surprised how tech-savvy they actually are and what tools they have because they're all on the Internet. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, a lot of it, it surprises me as well sometimes, but people know how to use their smartphones these days. Uh, it's a simple process, so even if you've got one, it's, it really is just as simple as clicking the link and starting up. And, and for some of my patients who are, who are older or who I would have, you know, age isn't just a part of this. Of course, there are some people who are very tech-savvy and some people who aren't. Even those who I was, you know, are we going to have any problems with this? Or, you know, they were also worried about are they going to have the ability to log on and start the, uh, start the video uh, interaction and we've had no problem. So overall, I will say it's, it's just been such an easy-to-use experience for most people that, I've, that we've, we've had video visits with. And we've done hundreds at this point, so it's, it's very exciting. I hear the numbers, you know, like I said, we had, we had the medical group meeting today, and I'm listening to the numbers, and it's just staggering to me from week to week how many of the visits that were original audio because they started out by phone visits are now turning to those video visits and I would think I don't know for myself personally I think it's kind of fun to feel that my physician is giving me his one-on-one time because I think when you're in an office setting I don't know I think there's more distraction right and with the doctor focusing on his screen and looking right at you uh, to me, that just feels like a more, it may not seem as personal, but it really, at this point in time, really seems like it is with a lot of people. That's the feedback I'm getting. 
Absolutely. It, it is a personal visit. It, it's similar to talking over the phone versus having a FaceTime conversation or another mm-hmm. video chat modality with, with the people that you love in your life. I, I remember right. uh, to just draw from, from an example from my own life when we started doing FaceTime years ago. Uh, I remember there being some concern. Well, what is it like? Is it, is it just, you know, what kind of is it? How is it different than a phone call? <laughs> um, and from my own personal experience, I, I have found that it's been you do feel like you're in the room with the person. There is that personal right. aspect to it. And, and that does transcend into the video visit realm as well. So it, it is a personal experience. And, and, and that has definitely been another positive element. The other component of it, too, you know, like you said, there is that more direct attention, which every physician is a little bit, you know, some are better than others in that regard. Sometimes, you know, from from that perspective. But what I would say, it also gives me as a provider a window into your day to day life as well. You know, where are you when we're calling? What's going on in your life? What what's the house yeah. like? You know, people showing me their grandkids' pictures on the walls, and and that <laughs> has provided a valuable window into. Uh, creating a deeper connection with the people that I care about the most as a provider, my patients, but right. also a window into, you know, their, their health and, and the factors that either make their health better or worse. So to make, to give a more concrete example of that, asthma is a condition where the lungs effectively constrict for one reason or another can cause a wheeze and make it difficult to breathe. And one of the reasons why that can happen, although there are many, is allergies. Uh, having right. heavy carpets or rugs or heavy drapery can all contribute and make things worse or sometimes certain pets. And again, so getting a window, no pun intended, into a patient's life right. gives me an idea of, hey, you know, I noticed that you thought bad asthma and you've got those heavy window treatments. When were those last cleaned? You know, mm. that might be a reason why you're getting frequent asthma exacerbation. So there is some, there is actually some benefit to the process of providing good health care um, by getting the window into my patient's lives. You know, I think being myself being a nurse, I think one of the things that I notice with patients is, and we hear that term white coat syndrome, I think when patients come into the office, there is that fear factor or that feeling like they're entering a real professional office. They are intimidated to share everything maybe that they should be sharing with you, yet if they're conversing with you, on a real personal level, one-on-one, in their own environment, you may gather more information. I think that, that you know, what you're referring to would be what we've called the, the paternalistic form of medicine. So you go to the doctor's office and the doctor's wearing the white coat and they've got the tie and the shirt and now you're, you've stripped down and you're wearing nothing but a sheet. And you know, go. <laughs> it, it can be a very intimidating experience. Yeah. Um, and, and so one of the movements in modern medicine, medical thought is breaking down that power barrier and making it more of a team-based experience as your as your provider i'm i'm your i'm your team member you know i'm your advisor Mm -hmm. we're in this together but the decision ultimately lies with you and having the comfort to be able to communicate with with your provider as a peer as someone that you you trust but are not intimidated by is very important not only in the in-office setting um but to your point telehealth does further help break down those barriers in certain circumstances and can lead to a more honest conversation. you got to have a good relationship with your provider, and, and this doesn't make that relationship harder. So, in fact, it's it true. can make it, like I said, for the, a few reasons, as mentioned before, can, can make it better. So, all positive stuff. You know, it's definitely, you know, I had a colleague yesterday that I had a meeting with, and she said to me, something's going on with my eye. And so I said to her, well, FaceTime me. So I looked at her eye. I said, yeah, call over to, and her physician happens to be one of my group. I said, text him or call over to the office. He'll pull you up and look at that. They're gonna, that's pink eye. 
I know that's pink eye. <laughs> you could get an ointment. And sure enough, she did. And we were laughing about it because I said, you know, in the past, we would just call and say, well, he needs to see you. Are you sure? That, but, you know, by being able to do the video visit, she was able to have him look at it right away. It took two minutes. He said, yes, you have pink eye. I'm going to order something. So, you know, I did, there's a lot of benefits to it where people would call and say, well, you know, I'm not feeling good. This is going on. And now to be able to see the patient and monitor that patient, knowing the patient and being able to see them on the video, you can assess a lot more than you think. Absolutely. Uh, well said. And, and it's exactly for, for that reason and that, that train of thought that telehealth will be here to stay. Um, We're going to continue to provide these visits long after the COVID pandemic has quelled. And and it's for those reasons. There are a number, a surprising number of things that you can do through a video call. And and for some of the reasons we've mentioned before, it's also a lot of the times more convenient and just as effective. So telemedicine is here to stay. Brought this up with Dr. Chair Curry a couple of weeks ago, and I, I think it begs us to bring it up too, is, you know, we are looking to bring in and treat the entire population. And I think the group that tends to not seek true relationships with providers is that millennial group and and almost the early Gen Xers, which my two kids are, that are too busy or use urgent care, you know, have really never settled down and formed a relationship with a primary care physician because either they're too busy in their own personal lives or they're just you know, at the point where like, well, I don't really need one. I'm fine. I'll just go to urgent care when I need something. And I think this type of medicine is really attractive to that market. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I think that the younger generation is, is generally a healthier group of people compared to people who are a bit older and who have been met with medical challenges in their lives. I mean, just being 25 and not having any medical issues is a good reason to not see the doctor for many years. So actually, the last time we got together on this radio show, one of the things that we talked about was the importance of establishing care in general, Mm -hmm. getting a primary care even when you feel well so that we can identify things that might might be silent at first. The younger generation, I'm I'm on just the beginning of the millennial side myself, We are pretty tech savvy, and this absolutely presents uh, an opportunity that I think that when you when we step back and look at the way that this is used, that there'll be a big share of the population um, being of the younger generation. That being said, though, it really is easy to use, and and I think that it has applications for for people from all walks of life at at any age. So again, and it's just it's an opportunity for us to provide more care for the community at large. Anyone who's interested in using it, it's easy. It's a great way to do it. And like I said, for that reason, it's a very exciting time. So when, you know, again, when uh, when I brought this up a couple of weeks ago, you just brought up a good point. I want to make sure we'll throw out there a couple of times. So, you know, on our website on stmh.org or Trinity Health of NE, and um, you can go right on to St. Mary's, you can click on coronavirus, what you should know, and listed underneath there is virtual visits. Plus, we also have a slide bar. And when you click on the virtual visits for St. Mary's, it brings you, you're going to see something that says hypnosis. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that, Doc, because that's, that's something we have on our website that I, I believe helps people to initiate a visit or start a visit with us. So actually, this is a very exciting platform. There are a few different ways right now that we are providing 
remote visits to people. The, the first way is just by calling your, your Trinity Health of New England primary care provider and requesting to make an appointment. The appointment will be scheduled through the offices you normally would schedule an appointment and you would receive a link at the time of the visit after you go through a brief intake process that you click connects you very seamlessly and easy to your to your provider uh, and you go through the visit so that's that's the primary way that we've been talking about and it's really the easy it's such an easy way Mm -hmm. to to have a virtual visit but we also have partnered with a platform called Zipnosis, um, and, and you may want to grab your pens for this one or grab your smartphones and write the name down. <laughs> it's as simple as, as, as a quick Google search. So if you type Trinity and Zipnosis, Z-I-P-N-O-S-I-S, you're going to get linked to our site. And what this is is every day from Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., you can log on to this website. You only have to do the login once. You can go through a visit at your convenience. Uh, what we're doing, this is something that is, is completely web-based. So you click through a series of questions. Those questions are then relayed to a provider who reviews what's going on. They make a decision, and we have a plan for treatment. We're, so we started by using this if you think that you have or are concerned about COVID-19. In fact, we're offering it as a free service. So anyone that is a patient of Trinity Health of New England can go to our website, either the Trinity Health of New England website, click on the main page. It will say, like you said before, start a virtual visit or go to one of the local hospital websites, the St. Mary's or the St. Francis site. Or you can just Google Trinity Zipnosis. You'll get routed there, create your account, and you go through the series of questions and you will be put in touch with a provider who will review your case and answer answer your questions and come up with a treatment plan. Sometimes it does switch over to uh, maybe we actually have to have a phone call to discuss this further. But in the great majority of circumstances, you can effectively be seen and treated from the convenience of your own computer. We started doing this with COVID-19, but we're also doing it for a number of acute concerns. So it's like a virtual urgent care center, uh, upper respiratory tract infection, uh, urinary concern for a urinary tract infection, um, things along those lines that, that could potentially be treated completely virtually. And again, it's just so convenient from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., Monday through Friday. It has access during those times, and it's just easy to use. And it's, it's another great avenue to, to seek treatment. I mean, part of, part of the telehealth initiative, although it was something that, that we kind of brought into motion from COVID-19, but the really beautiful thing about it is that we can provide more ways of caring for people. So we have the inpatient we have the visits where you're actually going into the office and seeing people. We have the video visits where you're talking one-on-one with a provider. And now we also have Zipnosis, which is something that you can do your entire visit online. And, and again, it's just a, a wonderful way to take care of the people that, that we're here to serve. And I want to make sure that the community understands. So, you know, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., these are physicians that are part of the Trinity Health of New England Medical Group that are staffing this. This isn't someone that is contracted from some company. Zipnosis is really just a platform, but it's our doctors that are covering those hours, correct? Yes. So it's actually um, from 7 a.m. until 7 p.m. every day. 
This also includes the weekends. So it's from 7 to 7. So it's, it's, it's way more convenient for people who are working. You know, you can have before work hours, after work hours, on the weekend hours. Mm-hmm. And, yes, it's staffed by our own providers. So um, I do it myself as well. We actually have about 20 local physicians and advanced practice professionals who are involved in, in Zipnosis and who partner together to take care of our community. And once they fill that online questionnaire, then you get a notification if you're the provider that's covering. You review that, and then you either respond back or you call the patient based on the information that was put into the system if you feel you want to have a a conversation. And then can you turn that into a telehealth visit if you want to actually see the patient? The short answer is, is yes. The visit itself takes between 10 and 15 minutes. The initial time you do it, you have to kind of put in a little bit of what do you want your username to be and some Mm -hmm. basic information about yourself. And then when you log in, you get a list of options of things that we can we can help you with. So I'm here because I have a cough and I'm a bit short of breath and I'm concerned about having COVID. That's one of the options. Uh, another one of the options is, you know, I feel like I have a little bit of a urinary tract infection. These are my concerns. And so, yeah, you go through the process. It's a workflow. So based on the way you answer a question, then right. relative questions come in. So it's very it, it personalized for you. Once you go through that process, then as a provider, I get a copy of your answers. And then based on what we're seeing, it's, it's all individualized. So I review the whole thing and then we go, oh, yeah, it looks like this is a little bit of a cystitis, a little bit of a UTI. I think we should treat this, getting your analysis, urine culture, um, and make yep. sure you follow up with your primary care provider. And if you don't have a primary care, you're welcome, you know, you're welcome to join us within Trinity. There are other times, though, where we need more information. So over over 90% of the visits are accomplished uh, without having to have a telephone call um, or to escalate care, although there are certain times where that's the case because the problem may just be too complex, something that we can't answer without getting more information. Uh, we want to make sure that you get the best health care po- possible. Um, and at least it can be a good, a good avenue to start a visit. In, in about 10% of cases, we then follow that up with a, hey, we should really talk together and do a virtual uh, audio visit, or we can refer you to a to a care uh, facility in the area to continue to follow up on the issue. Of course, something like something like crushing chest pain, we're not going to be able to to do through zipnosis. That's something that you'd need to go to the emergency room for. But hey, I think I have a cold. Is something that that we could we could take care of, and it also prevents you from having to go to the emergency room. It prevents right. you from having to go to urgent care, and it's another resource right. for you to to get get connected with us so we can offer you the full range of our services in the community to serve your healthcare needs, both in person and virtually. So, you know, as I, you know, and I'm looking at all the tools that we have right now to be able to treat people differently. So Zipnosis is pretty incredible. That definitely is something that's going to be part of our post-COVID treatment plan for our patients or within our reach. So we're not just using it for COVID. We're going to continue with it, correct? Yes. Although it did as much of the telehealth initiative start because of the impetus of COVID-19. And it is, Zipnosis is currently seeing mostly people who are concerned about having COVID-19. Right. The scope is much broader than that. So there are uh, actually quite a few medical concerns that we can address through the Zipnosis platform, anywhere between 7A to 7P, seven days a week. Mm. Um, mm. And, and that increased convenience is, is really a great way to serve our people. And it's, it's here to stay. Absolutely it is. You know, and I think... I think that's 
everything now. We're so focused on COVID and we're so focused on, you know, and of course, reasonably so, we're so focused on, Jesus, this is what my symptoms are. So having these tools within our platform are amazing because we can truly reach the community without them physically having to come in and worry about infecting um, anyone else, correct? You know, bring them into an office setting. You know, that happened a lot with the flu over the years, right, where people would come in, can you check me? Should I, can I be tested for the flu? I think I have the flu. Can you swab me? But we were infecting people as people were walking into the office. So we figured out a better way. So it's not even just for COVID. I mean, if you look at during any, any time, even during flu season, it's really a smart way to treat our patients. Yeah, exactly. And not only that, but when you're sick and you've got the flu or you have an upper respiratory tract infection or something similar, you don't want to drag yourself out of bed and go to the doctor's <laughs> office. So being able to just open up the computer and, and put your symptoms in through Zipnosis, which is um, the initiative that Trinity Health in New England is doing, um, it's just such an easy and convenient way to do it. And then you don't have to leave the comfort of your own bedroom. And you can get, you know, oftentimes we, we prescribe various medications, things that can help with symptoms that you're experiencing the treatment for flu itself, the testing that's required. You don't have to leave your home. You don't have to risk the chance of, of getting sick yourself from something else or, right. or, or the potential for making anyone else feel unwell. You don't have to drive anywhere except maybe to the pharmacy. And so, you know, for those reasons, it actually ends up being sort of very convenient um, after COVID-19. What was that, Robin? Even CVS has delivery now. So, so you can even yes. get that, right? Everything yeah, you can. Same. A lot of the pharmacies even offer same day delivery these days. So right. you could, you could conceivably, if you had the flu, you you give us a call uh, or you, you jump online and go to Trinity Health of New England website and uh, or you Google Zipnosis Trinity. You get to that landing page. You could be diagnosed and have your medications delivered to your pharmacy within a couple of hours. Delivered to your home from your pharmacy within a couple of hours. Absolutely, so, so timely because you know, I, and I'm sure that you've seen them, but you know, a lot of people are home now. They're watching TV more, they're, you know, going from channel to channel, but there's tons of infomercials out there or commercials out there about different platforms such as this that are products where people can actually download an app and use this type of medicine, but they don't even know who they're talking to. This platform exists right in our own community with doctors that are here that you can actually form relationships with. And I think it's so yes. important that we're sharing this right now. It's easy. There's nothing to download. There, there's right. no, there are no complicated steps. You don't need to be a computer wizard to know how to do this stuff. It's, it's as simple as if we're doing Zipnosis, it's just going to, the, going to the, Zip, the Trinity Zipnosis website or going to the Trinity Health of New England page and clicking on the start a virtual visit link. Right. And, and you go in there, you create a, a registration similar, very easy, similar to if you're uh, creating an email account or registering right. for, a, for a news website. Uh, and then you're in. You don't have to download anything. You get right to the point. What, you know, what, how can we help you today? What's bothering you? Let's get this diagnosed and treated. So there's, there's nothing to download. There's no, you don't need to be tech savvy to use it. It's, it's just as easy as, as going on Facebook or, or another social media application. And it is staffed by local people. So it's, it's about physicians and advanced practice providers within right. the greater Waterbury community. Um, you, we are your primary care providers. When you, when you see a, a physician or a nurse practitioner or a physician assistant with Trinity Health of New England, it's the exact same person who is on the Zipnosis website 
helping you. So there is that local preservation of community as well, which is important because we're, we're the people who are, who are here to care for you, um, but both in person and over the video conference and also uh, virtually on the internet. Uh, and, and also just since we're speaking about ease of use, the video chat functionality of a video visit also does not require that you need to download anything. It's, it's awesome. as simple as the doctor will see you now, you get a link to your smartphone, you click the link, and you're in. It starts a chat that goes to, would you like to start a video visit, yes or no, and you're on. Nothing to download, don't have to be a, a technological wizard to, to use it. Uh, everyone can do it uh, from all ages and all walks of life. And, you know, you, you, you made me think of something because I think it's so important to maybe share this with the community, but you made a great point when you were saying, you know, it's staffed by our Trinity Health of New England medical group physicians. And if you're a patient of Trinity Health of New England and you reach out to this and the doctor that's covering um, Zipnosis for the weekend may or may not be your physician, but he has your records right at hand because we are all integrated with our medical health record. So that doctor can actually access your records as you as they're looking at what you filled in for a questionnaire. Absolutely. So 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 locally, St. Mary's Hospital um, and the the medical group affiliated with St. Mary's Hospital is 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 the larger group, Trinity Health of New England. Um, and we're a swath of providers all the way up from Springfield, Massachusetts, down into Waterbury. Um, we're one big region. Um, within that region uh, or, you know, within that family, we're all on the same network. So all of the primary care providers, all of the hospitals, and all of our Trinity specialists are all using the exact same medical record. And just in general, that's a great thing to have because if you go and see your cardiologist or your lung doctor or your stomach doctor, your primary care provider has access to that information. A great thing that, that our healthcare system, Trinity, has. It also makes it easier to take care of our people virtually. So, like you said, if, if, if you go onto the, the Trinity Health Zipnosis website and decide to start a virtual visit, which is seven days a week from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., you're going to get a provider who is local and they are going to have access to your medical information within Trinity. So if your normal, normal primary care provider is Dr. Pruner out in Wolcott or Dr. Quinn in Waterbury or, or myself, Dr. Clahosey, or a number of other providers that we have in the community, we'll have access to those records so we know what's going on with your medical history, which allows us to make a better, more informed decision and, and, and subsequently you get better health care as a result. I, it's so it's so important to be part of a healthcare system that has access to your information. There's so many times that a patient will enter and they can't remember what medications they're on, they, especially now because you know now more than ever they're encouraging if you are going to your physician's office, you go by yourself and you don't bring two people with you unless you really need to. And sometimes that significant other is the person that's the caregiver and knows all the medications, so we can't always go in for the visits now because we're trying to reduce. How how many people are going into the offices. So having everything within the system is so incredibly important because they know exactly what you're on and what you're taking and what your history is. Well, and the other thing is for anyone who has more than a couple of medical issues, it, it's really confusing 
to to know everything. I mean, medicine is such a, and and providers forget this all the time, but medicine is such a complex field. Medications are difficult to pronounce. Medical terms are not necessarily clear in terms of what they are or what's happening. So for us to have a tool where we can log in and see all of your diagnoses and the medications you're taking and the previous notes from not only your primary care providers, but the other specialists that you see. This is within Trinity Health of New England, although we do have the ability to get access from elsewhere. I would certainly recommend that you establish and and maintain care within our organization for for the best experience. (laughs) However, you are going to, there's going to be a comprehensive picture of your healthcare and well-being, uh, and it's better for everyone for that reason. Definitely. And, you know, as we grow as a medical group, we are growing more and more with our specialty portion of our medical group. And we just recently um, were able to partner with two of our local urologists, Dr. Um, Anthony Kim and Dr. Paul Moy, which is so exciting to be able to do that. And also neurology. We have Dr. Puya Fatahi and Dr. Kazurski. And how exciting to be able to bring on these specialists to maintain that continuum of care and that continuity of care for the patients. Absolutely. Uh, I would say that it's going to sound like I'm tooting my own horn, and I I promise I'm not (laughs) No one's paying me to do this. But what I will say is that we are very lucky in the Waterbury market. We've got strong primary care, which means that if you're looking to establish care with a doc, you're going to get seen. And when you do establish care, you're going to have access to a wide range of specialties. locally, people that you can see nearby that will have access to your medical record. We have excellent cardiology, gastroenterology, pulmonology, neurology. Dr. Fatahi and his team have recently joined our network, as you mentioned, is very exciting. Same with urology, Dr. Moy. Uh, and um, it was Dr. Moy. And who's the other physician who joined? Dr. Kim. Dr. Kim, excellent urologists, and, and, and really many, many other specialties. Too many to list right now. Um, but, but yes, we're very lucky in Waterbury for, for those two reasons. Not only do we have a strong primary care presence within the community, um, and we also, but we also have a number of, uh, in fact, we've got, all this, we've got all the major specialties that we can we do. Uh, give you we access do. And I to in terms of having a, a robust network of people to take I'm care of you. I'm thinking of telemedicine with this. Right? Yes. So we talked about telemedicine with our primary cares. And I believe we are using it with our specialists. Have you heard of it? We absolutely are. Yes. So they're all doing it cardiology, GI. Again, sometimes the subspecialty visits require, they're they're more likely to require um, an in-person visit. So you really have to kind of look at the overall picture. But in a lot of times, you can go and see your cardiologist and and have that be a video visit and and, and have it be a very effective interaction and experience. So not only are we doing this in primary care, um, but we are also integrating it within our specialty network as well. You know, one thing, you know, I've seen out there, and I, I've done a little research on that, I would love to see us do with telemedicine, and I don't know if it's something that you have talked about at a higher level with Dr. Chair Curry or, at, you know, at the regional level, but being able to do a consult um, for a patient right within, so, you know, you're in a primary care setting, and you do go in, say, for a visit, but, you know, because you're, you're assessing a patient that has a situation, is there opportunity to do a quick consult before the patient leaves? Um, with a physician, like an initial consult with a specialist. Do you think that's something you'll ever see? I I certainly think that is something that we will see. Um, I do see that as more of a 
the short term goal is to get everyone comfortable with telemedicine. Um, not only right. the patients, I want, I want our people in the community to know that this is an easy thing to do, that it's convenient, that it's personal, um, and that then in many cases it can replace an in-office visit and, and there's all of the ease and convenience that comes along with that. Um, we also need to get our providers comfortable uh, and get mm-hmm. everyone uh, it, you know, we're in this together, and, and ultimately telehealth is, is such a big, it's actually a, a national project right now. And so the initial phase is getting everyone in. Everyone can uh, have visits with their primary care providers. We also are, are bringing in specialty services, so all of our specialists are also offering video visits. But long term, uh, maybe even in the medium term, to, to have the ability for your primary care provider to go, you know, I think that we should really have you set up an appointment with someone who specializes in diabetes. It turns out that Dr. Freitag is available and she can log on to this call right now and we can have a talk together. What a great oh, way to provide I love services. That. And it's absolutely <laughs> I love that, that opportunity. I think that's going to be a game changer. We can provide. So it's an exciting future. Yeah, definitely. I think it's definitely going to be a game changer, Doc. I think it's, I think it's, you know, the way we do things, instead of making people wait for appointments, that we are going to be able to look for opportunities to get care in a faster way, you know, definitely a more efficient way, and diagnose people quicker and do more preventative medicine that way. Exactly right. Uh, I mean, this isn't certainly going to replace in-person visits together. There are still times where you got to go see your doctor where you want to see your doctor, and, and that's great. Um, uh, by, by no means would I encourage discontinuing that altogether, but the, right. the telehealth realm offers another way to reach out to people. If you've got an upper respiratory tract infection and you feel sick and you don't want to come in, who wants to drive right. themselves to the doc? We can do that through video chat or through our Zipnosis platform. There are so many Absolutely. things, even routine follow-up, that can be amenable to virtual visits. And so although the Zip, both Zipnosis and our video visit projects have been um, pushed along by COVID, uh, it right. does also give us the opportunity to practice more routine medicine and preventative care for our patients, uh, both now and in the future. Um, I think one of the things that we uh, have unfortunately been neglecting in ourselves out of concern for getting sick is following up with our routine health care. And, and during Absolutely. these times, video visits as a primary care physician gives me the opportunity uh, and as a patient gives you the opportunity to continue to follow up on your other medical issues in a safe way. And I think people have been afraid to go in for those, they've been putting them off. And we, we too, have pushed them, off, pushed them off a bit initially to, to really get our footprint on what do we need to do. We, need to get, we needed to get a hold of what is this new environment looking like. We need to focus on COVID. Let's just push them out a little bit. But now we're ready for people to come back. Exactly right. Um, well, it's, uh, the last four to six weeks has been a scramble. How do we take mm. care of our people? How do we manage this COVID epidemic or pandemic now? How do we flatten the curve? How do we keep people safe? Um, and right. certainly in the chaos, some of that uh, preventative stuff was lost. In other words, okay, Mr. Smith's diabetes, it's been controlled in the past. This is a routine three-month follow-up. Let's push it out six weeks so we can focus on COVID. Um, the initial chaos is 
has calmed. The, the dust has settled in this regard. And, and we're definitely now, not only are we trying to keep people safe and continue to flatten the curve and continue to provide care for people who are, who are dealing with COVID and other upper respiratory tract infections, um, but we're also now looking back out and saying, okay, there are other chronic medical conditions that we, we have to stay on top of because as prime care providers and as, as specialists within the community, we're looking for people to have good overall health. And we don't want to lose sight of that during these um, very sort of dynamic and scary times. So these days, you can absolutely schedule a video follow-up visit to follow up your chronic medical conditions uh, and and be evaluated and treated for that in in a safe way, Um, not only now during the COVID pandemic, but also in the future. And I think that, too, and I, and I want to share a personal experience because my, my husband had a follow-up visit actually this week that um, he, we they had canceled. You know, we had canceled, of course. It was, you know, early on, and they said, you know, let's wait a little bit to bring him back. And it was with the urologist, with Dr. Kim, and um, we booked it for the end of this month, which was, which was Monday. And we felt very comfortable going there. I did not go in with him because we were trying to make sure that there weren't too many of us, but, you know, he had on his mask and, you know, the staff was amazing and we're limiting the amount of patients that are going into the offices and everybody's maintaining social distancing. Everyone is masked. There's incredible effort to t- taking place, making sure that the chairs are separated and, you know, we're, we're spacing people if there need be, but he felt incredibly safe. And I, that's a big shout out to the medical group for those people that need to come in that we're maintaining a lot of safe measures. Absolutely. Our medical group, uh, the Trinity Health and New England Medical Group, has done an excellent job in terms of protecting our patients as well as our staff. Um, Mm -hmm. And one of the initiatives that we have have done is we have started video visits um, in real time, as well as the introduction of the Zipnosis platform, which is a Monday through, well, Monday through Monday, seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. (laughs) service that you can use uh, at your convenience um, to get in contact with the provider in a safe way and in a way that's convenient, in a way that doesn't require any sort of tech savvy, it's easy to do. Um, that being that all being said, um, there's still times when, as a patient, you need to be seen by your primary care provider. We're certainly right. still offering those services, um, right. and, and we're doing it in a very safe way. So, so right. people are given uh, isolated access into the office. Everyone is wearing the appropriate personal protective equipment, and, and absolutely right. rigorous uh, cleaning processes are done such that <laughs> everyone remains safe. Absolutely. And it's been, it's been a wonderful, it, it's actually been a great uh, team experience. Um, a lot of people have come together for this and it just speaks to how much um, and how many really caring and devoted people we have within our organization. You know, you remind me to say something that I don't want to forget to say before we're, we're almost done here. So I want to make sure I, I put this out there. We, we see a lot in the media right now on the frontline workers and Absolutely, understandably, you know, our hospitals have done an amazing job and an incredible shout out to all of our Trinity Health of New England hospitals, you know, St. Mary's, of course, our, our, our heart of our hearts, St. Mary's here in Waterbury and all those incredible nurses and doctors and therapists and, 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 and our, our dietary staff, everyone there, including St. Francis and Mount Sinai and Johnson and Mercy up in Springfield. But, 
we don't always realize what we I consider frontline worker too is in our medical practices and celebrating our staff who has supported our physicians and our APRNs and our PAs and I can't thank you enough for all this work that you've done to provide access to care for our community and you know my my heart felt thank you to everything that your team has done because truly I think that goes unrecognized a little bit not not on purpose but I don't think people realize or think that's that's incredibly kind to say um, I echo that sentiment completely for all of our essential personnel first responders people on the front lines and and also people still working to, to maintain as much normalcy as we can um, it, it, I really have the utmost respect for for our provider well um, and you know at the end of the day we're all in this together um, Absolutely. this is something that is, is affecting all of us and it demonstrated so many wonderful examples of people who have worked so hard and given so much for others so uh, within the darkness of this terrible time we've also seen um, the beauty of humanity yes and I'm very blessed to have you part of the team so Dr. Kohosi I'm going to say Dr. Seth Kohosi is our um, primary care physician in internal medicine with Trinity Health of New England Medical Group and he is at 1981 East Main Street in Waterbury and he is the phone number there is 203-709-5520 but I encourage you to go on our website stmh.org and click on Trinity Health of New England Medical Group and you'll see primary care and you can learn a little bit more about him and all the great work that you're doing and on there will be your virtual visits. Plus, we also have our Fury Clinic on there. I want to make sure that people are aware that we have the Fever and Upper Respiratory Clinic, Infection Clinic on there, which is out of our Cheshire location here in um, for the greater Waterbury community. And we are doing COVID testing there now at the Cheshire um, Urgent Care, but you need to have an appointment um, and you need a referral from your doctor. So, you know, we want to make sure people are aware of that. So definitely out in the Cheshire location, um, we are offering that. So, Doc, I want to thank you so much for joining me tonight and all that you do. So That's very you, kind. Thank you. It was an absolutely pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. And I look forward to talking to you again soon, talking to the listeners absolutely. here as well. Absolutely. Have a great night. We'll talk soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. So, again, thank you so much for joining us um, this evening for, again, this remote um, broadcast that I'm doing, and we will be back again in two weeks with another remote broadcast. Um, I will focus again on something that looks like the change of medicine and what we're doing um, to better serve our communities at large with our medical practices and how how we are going to move forward past COVID-19. Again, if you do um, suspect that you um, are having symptoms, I I really encourage you to either call your primary care physician, um, go on to Zipnosis um, right under a virtual visit and, you know, start a conversation with a physician or, you know, call our urgent care center out in um, Cheshire, which is our Cheshire Urgent Care, which is part of what we call our fever and upper respiratory infection clinic. It's important that we try to guide people to the right space because if we send everyone to one space for the COVID testing um, or the um, examination by one of our physicians there, then we 
can make sure that we're keeping everybody in a in a confined location versus walking into the emergency room or the various urgent care centers. And that's at 1154 Highland Avenue in Cheshire. Um, the number there is 203-709-4825. I want to thank everyone for joining me tonight. This is definitely a very wonderful conversation with Dr. Seth Kohosi, and I invite you to join me again um, in two weeks, and this will be available on podcasts in the very near future. Everybody have a great and safe weekend. Take care.